Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Inspired by Cass, a podcast dedicated to helping you become your most authentic self. I'm your host, Cass, a spiritual teacher, Reiki healer, and intuitive badass. I'll be bringing you interviews, meditations, and solo episodes, all in the hopes of awakening your soul to its highest potential. So come on this journey with me as we navigate modern spirituality. Hello, welcome back, beautiful soul. It is your girl, Cass, and I'm very excited because today's episode is just going to be my story. I feel like it has been a long time since I've really sat down and shared everything. And obviously, like, I think my story was like one of the first episodes I did. And like the podcast is pretty well two years old now, which is just totally, wow. Even just saying that I'm getting like goosebumps and a little emotional just thinking about that. Oh, I said that at one minute and 11 seconds. <laughs> Thank you, universe. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, I really just want to like update you on my life. Not like my life right now, like I really just want to give you a synopsis of like what my journey has been like. I think that with so many new people coming into my space, you know, not just in that two years, but even just recently, you might not be fully aware of what I've gone through and why I do what I do and why I'm so fucking passionate about what I do. You might just listen to this or follow my Instagram um, and, you know, not really realized, realize you know, what the, what the main intention is for why I do what I do. So I'm really hoping that, uh, through this, you're going to understand that. So let's dive in, you know, I guess if I was to really pinpoint a moment in my life where this all started, it was when I was born. No, just kidding. (laughs) Funny. I would say it would be 2016. A bit of background context. Basically, prior to that, I had spent two years living away from home. I had moved um, three and a half thousand kilometers. I don't know how far that is in miles for those of you in America, Um, but it's a long fucking way, basically. And I moved away for work with my boyfriend, um, then husband, now ex-husband, we'll get to that. Um, and it was one of the most challenging times of my life. Um, I went there as this 20 year old young woman who was happy and I don't know, fucking carefree. And within six months, I actually uh, went to the doctors. Did I go to the doctors or the hospital? Either one. Because I thought I was having a heart attack um, because I was having anxiety attacks and I had never experienced anxiety before in my life. Um, and that was six months after moving away. Um, basically I was just in a really toxic work environment, um, that was not supportive and it was just fucking toxic guys. Like I worked a 23, 
22 hour day once went home had a shower took some no dose had a can of fucking energy drink and went back to work all right that's like the level of toxic we're talking about don't even get me fucking started on that but yeah I had I had anxiety for the first time in my life basically and uh this was like I said this was new I'd never experienced this before so I went to the doctors being like I'm dying like I'm 21 I'm 20 sorry I'm 20 years old and like motherfuckers I'm having a heart attack and they're like hey um it's not a heart attack you're fine this is anxiety um and they do (laughs) they do what all doctors do and you know again I'm not going to diss on the medical industry uh but they gave me obviously um antidepressants actually they sent me to a psychologist or something first they were like you're depressed you need um antidepressants here's some antidepressants and they also gave me valium for the anxiety so they just started pushing shit at me um and i being you know the girl that i was started taking the medication and so uh that was six months into what would turn out to be a two-year stint here and like i said it was the hardest two years of my life um however i made some great memories don't get me wrong but it definitely shaped me it shaped me because uh i ended up basically with severe the quote-unquote this is what they um diagnosed me as severe anxiety and depression um i was on a very high dosage i'd realized now i was on a very high dosage of uh antidepressants i've compared it to people i know now uh and i was very very high and obviously valium valium is like a highly addictive drug um all of this basically just make sure that i would get through my day i even temporarily guys like and and i even temporarily started like smoking because like i was having such like bad anxiety so anyways (laughs) it's the fucking downer to start the episode but i want you to know that this this was it this was the what the fuck moment of my life so after two years so, oh my God, that would have been 2014 because I moved home in 2016. So that was 2014. That all happened in like 2014, 2015. I moved home just after um, the very, like the first month, like January of 2016. And uh, this is really when I was like, so I would have been 22, I'm going to say. Um, and I was just really determined to get my life back on track. I'd moved back to my hometown. I was actually living with my parents, with my boyfriend and, um, our dogs while we saved up to buy a house. And I was just really fucking determined to like turn my life around. I was like, this was not what I, um, it's like, I wasn't spiritual at the time either. I was like, this is not what I fucking signed up for. I was supposed to, I'm like, I've got my shit together. What the fuck? And so, uh, yeah, moved home. One of the first things I did was went to my actual doctor and I was like, I need to get off this medication. What do I do? Like, I can't rely on it anymore because like, I don't know for anyone, again, I'm not a medical professional, uh, but I hate medication. Don't believe the shit is any good for us anyways but um i'm not even kidding you guys anyone who's maybe on any type of medication especially antidepressants um i could feel that shit like making me fake happy like it was not a vibe like i could feel myself like being sad but then like there was this chemical in my brain that was like no nah, bitch like smile everything's okay uh-huh. inside dying smile on my face 
And I was like, I can't, I can't fucking do this anymore. So got home, saw my doctor, got off all the medication I was on. And at this point in time, when I moved home, I had gained, cause you know, one of the unfortunate side effects, um, of antidepressants is massive weight gain or is weight gain. I gained like 45 kilos while I was living away. Also wasn't eating healthy, totally not just the antidepressants. I was depressed, um, and not taking care of myself. So the added weight obviously as well really contributed to just how I was feeling overall. So I come home, get off the antidepressants and I just, I basically spend 2016 to 2018 trying to get my life in order, right? So basically 2016 and 2017, I would say, because like by the beginning of 2018, I really feel like I was coming, I was coming up. Everything was coming up mill house is the saying, right? I bought my house at the end of, actually the middle of 2017. I spent about 18 months saving, bought my house. And um, yeah, I feel like I was, I basically, I had this dream ever since I was like 18, I was like, by the time I'm 25 and I was 24 when I bought my house, I was like, I'll have a full-time job. Um, I'll be successful. Um, I'll own a house um, and I'll be married and like getting kids. And like, so by the time I was 24, um, I was, did I have, no, I wasn't a manager yet, but I was in, I was working in a bank. I very soon after buying my house became a bank manager like got promoted to management I'd already been in management by the way that's what I was doing prior and then I bought my house and then in 2018 I got engaged so basically by the time I was 25 like I had always dreamed I'd like ticked everything off my fucking list I was like (laughs) fucking made it life is great. And honestly, guys, everything was fucking great. You know, after really having that really hard time where I literally like, honestly, guys, like my mom had me on suicide watch during that kind of like two year period. Um, I really wasn't happy and I was really, really struggling. Uh, so by the time 2018 rolled around, um, I had lost uh, a bit of the weight. Um, I'd started ticking things off my, my plan to, you know, be the, be the woman that I thought I had to be. Um, and then, yeah, I got engaged. And so 2019 rolled around 2019. I got married, um, in March. Yes. I got married in March of 2019. And looking back, like 2019 was like my year. Okay. 2019 was a fucking year. Um, because like I said, 2018 was the kind of year where everything sort of really started to fall into place in that, um, I kind of, I was feeling like myself again, guys, basically. Um, I'd really focused on my social anxiety. One of the side effects I feel of just that challenging time living away from home was that I got massive social anxiety. Uh, full disclosure, I've shared it before, like I actually, (laughs) um, CBD is kind of not really legal in Australia. I don't know what the fucking regulations are here. It's not something you can buy easily. I managed to buy CBD gummies from a website in America that shipped it to me. And, um, I was basically using CBD gummies to help myself with my social anxiety because I basically was like, I just need to put myself into 
these positions to just test myself. And so uh, as a bit of a buffer to really help, I was using CBD gummies. I've shared this before because it's the only reason, the only way I got down the aisle to my wedding in the beginning of 2019 was because I had munched on CBD gummies um, that day, which everyone knew. I was like, guys, I have social anxiety, whatever. I'm good now though, obviously. So... (laughs) 2019 rolls around, I get married, I go on my honeymoon, everything's fantastic. Within reason, there were some issues with my ex-husband's passport and shit, but that's not really relevant to this. Come home and I, I basically like stumble into spirituality. And this is really when things significantly shifted in my life. You know, I'd been home now for three years and I was a completely different person than I was when I'd moved home. Now I was so happy and so sure of myself. My confidence was coming back. I was so fucking confident. But one thing had really stuck around that again, I'd sort of really worked through in 2019 and which had what had really led me to like just working on my mindset and and my social anxiety was that that there was still these tendencies where I really like lost my cool. I got really angry. Um, It's, Anger was something that I have struggled I had struggled with a lot growing up. And so uh, I started meditating basically April of 2019. So not long after really getting back from my honeymoon. And before I know it, I was having this like spontaneous spiritual awakening. Now, up until then, I think for Christmas of 2016, my ex got me a rose quartz necklace or maybe it was like 2017, whatever, whatever year it was. But at that point in time, I wasn't spiritual and he got it for me as a joke. (laughs) But like, and again, no one in my family was spiritual. No one. I didn't grow up around tarot cards or crystals or anything. Honestly, my family used to think of people like me (laughs) as you know, like weirdos and and hippies and stuff. And so, um, he bought it for me as a joke, but again, I've shared this before. The funny thing was everyone noticed that my fucking mood changed as soon as I put that crystal on my neck. And to the point that if I would snap and get angry, the first person someone would, the first thing that someone in my family would do would be to look down at my neck to see if I had my necklace on. Cause I can guarantee you the only time I ever flipped like I used to was when I wasn't wearing my rose quartz necklace. And this is why meditation and crystals was basically the, I don't know, cornerstone to my spiritual awakening because I basically just started using crystals to heal my chakras, heal my energetic body, to, you know, deregulate myself from just being in this like heightened emotional state constantly. And so that was basically what 2019 was all about. Um, I also became qualified as a health and life coach and started my business in 2019 while still working full-time as a bank manager. I basically just got so passionate 
as I was just constantly talking about my journey and, you know, what I was doing and, and I was obviously just helping those in my like immediate circle. I had this incredible conversation with a friend of mine one day and I just, I was just myself, just shared my fucking magic with her. And by the end of the day, she was like, you need to go be a life coach. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like literally never heard of it before. Um, three days later, I was enrolled in a course because I was like so certain that that was exactly what I was supposed to be doing. And so, like I said, 2019 was my fucking year, right? So uh, this is the journey of me basically becoming who I am today. It started because of crystals and meditation but what it's evolved into is obviously so much fucking more than that but that was really just like this slippery slope of me just becoming connected to my body if you've been around for a while you might remember that my original instagram handle was um healthy underscore mind body soul three three because it's my life part number um and mind body soul because basically what i really feel is the most important essence of my work is about connecting the mind the body and the soul so like i said I first got qualified as a health and life coach. That was really why I stepped into this space. I stepped into this space coming off the back of obviously me losing quite a significant amount of weight. And so I feel like I haven't stopped talking this entire time. I haven't, I haven't even hit pause. I've just keep going. Anyways. Um, so I got into, (laughs) almost forgot where I was at. I got into, I became a health and life coach because of my journey of losing weight. Um, but I also recognized that it was so much more than that. You know, I know I knew the importance of basically connecting the mind, body and soul because I'd already started becoming spiritual. I'd already started to become aware of the mind as, you know, what created our reality. I realized that our soul, um, and our soul imprint played a part in our physical being and our mind as well. Um, and yeah, that's, that was really the, my main passion was just about the, the three of them together. So that was 2019. Okay. By the end of 2019, I was, um, coaching. I was just a health and life coach by the end of 2019, but by the beginning of 2020, things really started to ramp up. Now this was like pre C V. You know what I'm talking about. I hate saying the word. Um, and so early 2020, I um, switched from health coaching because basically as well, like what I really started to really focus on as I really deepened my connection and awareness to the mind, body and soul is because I didn't just want to help people lose weight. Because what I, what I felt within myself was that weight loss was going to be you know, the result of actually connecting the mind, body, and soul. But I didn't want to focus on that because to me, I wanted to be, go so much deeper with someone than that. Because I, like I said, believe that like the physical body is just a manifestation of the mind and of the soul. That's why I feel the three of them go hand in hand together. So early 2020, basically the end of 2019, I pivoted into like self-love and spirituality. 
Okay, so because at this point in time, like self-love was something that I was constantly talking about from a space of like, if you just learn to talk nicely about yourself, believe in yourself, decondition yourself out of all of these negative feelings and traits that you have um, and tendencies and whatever, like you will be a fucking happier person. You will be able to you know, manifest and create this life that you desire. It all comes from your thoughts and your actions about yourself. And then obviously this then went deeper as I went further down into like just spirituality as a whole. And it's like, hey, like you're all connected. And if you just learn to love yourself, you'll be able to love everyone else because we're all connected, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So my like business has like slowly evolved as like my understanding and connection of like the universe and the universal laws has like evolved um you know i think ultimately definitely at that point in my life at the beginning of 2020 like i just really this is this is probably when my distaste for the patriarchy got real strong like it was probably always there but it got real strong and passionate here and i was like holy fuck women hate them i absolutely just want to point out men hate themselves too don't get me wrong there's a lot of issues with the male stereotypes as well i don't want to discredit that but i'm just personally focused on the feminine side um or anyone who identifies as being feminine right so i became really fucking passionate about the fact that like there's obviously just so much hate and you know conditioning that we are um exposed to that is just meant to squash us and deminimize us um, and make us fucking hate ourselves because through that process of squishing the matriarchal energy the feminine energy the feminine power within our society that happened in the 1500s that started in the 1500s i'm going to fucking go on about that for ages that's all to do with religion and shit talk about you know the witchcraft or the witch uh hunts and all of that right so i just got really fucking passionate about this and i just i wanted to help other women learn to love themselves because when a woman when anyone but again focusing on women when a woman loves herself when she has a full fucking cup when she completely devotes herself to herself first fuck she is powerful because a but because anyone who fucking prioritizes themselves and makes sure that their energy is, is fucking on point, that their mood is amazing, that they're fueling their body, that they're taking care of their mind, body, and soul, they are fucking unstoppable. Because when you do that, when you give yourself that level of love and dedication and attention, because we are all one, you can then replicate that back out into the collective consciousness, back out into those people around you. And so by beginning of 2020, I had obviously realized this about myself because this was the journey that I had been on. I stopped worrying about what people thought about me. Um, I stopped trying to please those around me and I became 
selfish. One of my biggest catchphrases has always been like, you are your number one fucking priority. You are the only person who actually matters. And again, this is where my, you know, spiritual uh, teachings really come into it. The fact that like the more that you fucking realize that if you just love yourself wholeheartedly, unconditionally, what you are doing is actually learning to love everyone else in your life to that same level, right? You cannot hate another human being within reason. But I'm going to say you can't (laughs) if you actually truly love yourself because you will realize that they are just you, right? This is the level of the deepness that by the beginning of 2020, I was at. And I was like, fuck, I just want people to understand this. I just want people to know this. How do I fucking do this? So I pivoted the business to self-love and spirituality because I just wanted people to be like, I honestly just wanted to grab as many people as I could, shake them and be like, fucking love yourself because you are me <laughs> like, and I am you. And if we just both love ourselves, then we can love each other unconditionally and you can love that person over there. And even if that person walks up and slaps you across the fucking face, You are not going to hate them, right? So I feel like I just got like overworked talking about that, but that's just how fucking passionate I am about this. So obviously, like I said, I got into tarot, human design and spirituality in 2020. Tarot was the first one. I've shared my journey of tarot. Obviously now it's something I teach and I do readings and stuff. I love tarot. Um, I had never had a tarot reading before I became a tarot reader myself, other than like, I basically met a guy, we were at a party, he read my palms, he was a psychic, and he's like, you would be an incredible tarot reader, go and buy this tarot deck, he told me to go buy the Rider Waite tarot deck, um, which I actually find really ironic. I don't think I've actually shared this. Again, if you've been following me for a while, my married name, my married surname, which I obviously don't use anymore, the surname was Wait, um, which I obviously find really interesting. Obviously no relation, but um, just seemed very divine at the time because I'd obviously just been married. Anyways, moving on. No one cares. No, actually, anyways. <laughs> fuck sometimes guys I honestly forget that I'm talking to you and I'm just sitting in my bedroom looking out sometimes I actually forget that I'm even talking to you just total sidebar but you guys I love you guys so whatever but I've actually just moved rooms in my apartment and now I get to look out onto like the road um, of the the city that I live in um, from my apartment and I actually keep getting really distracted by people walking across the train tram tracks and stuff so sometimes I actually forget what I'm doing Anyways, so uh, 2020 was the year when I really started to learn some more modalities. You know, I um, obviously was into crystals. Crystals, like I said, and meditations was like the big stuff in my life. Then I, I healed myself and basically learned how to do crystal healing before I was even a Reiki healer. I still do a lot more crystal healing than actually like traditional Reiki healing just because I know how powerful crystals are um because they changed my fucking life um and yeah obviously just learned tarot started doing it and then got into astrology and human design that was 2020 obviously then 
everything else happening in the world. I just focused on me. And so by so October of 2020, I turned 27. Whoop, whoop. Now I was only just into astrology at the time, so I didn't actually know what the coveted Saturn return was. But babies, as soon as I fucking turned 27, um, so I was a bank manager, I had my house, I'd had, like I said, I told you like my, my, my life goal was to like have the full-time job, tick, bank manager, rolling in the dollars, tick, also like running my own business. I was fucking killing it. Uh, I had the house, tick, bought a house, fucking killing it. I was married, tick, wasn't ready for kids though, but uh, I was married. So I ticked the three things off my list. I was... Guys, I'd fucking peaked. I had done everything that I wanted to do in life. And then 2020 rolled around. I turned 27 and it was like by like one month later, I was like, fuck, what am I doing with my life? And so uh, by early 2021, uh, my husband, now obviously ex-husband, separated and I quit my job basically all in the space of about a month. Um, And this is obviously when, again, if you haven't listened to my episode on our conscious uncoupling, I highly recommend you go check that out. Um, We're still friends. It was a very conscious separation. We have been together in a lot of past lives and we've closed a lot of karmic cycles in this life. Um, he's also very spiritual as well. So I highly recommend you go listen to that. I would love to know if you guys would like an update on our journey because we're still really, really good friends. And it's been a really interesting um, experience when I look at other people's separations. Anyways, so uh, that's going really well. And obviously then I yeah, quit my job in April. Yeah, of April, April of 2021. And I just... I don't know, nothing necessarily changed in 2021, but I definitely like, this is when I really started to come like psychic and really step into my psychic abilities and really like stepped into like being a witch. Ooh, being a witch more than anything, right? Because I think ultimately, like this is when a lot of like witch wounds came up for me. Oh, actually, no, I really want to talk about that. Okay. Yes, that's when I'm doing that. I went and did what a tumor, which again, I have a podcast episode about my experience with San Pedro, the plant medicine. This was a really pivotal point in my healing of my divine feminine. Um, because, and it's also a big part of my Saturn return because it's all about, um, some trauma that was stored in my body from this life and a past life all related to intimacy, um, and assault and stuff like that. Okay. So, but what that also brought up was just a lot of things around like witch wounds. So if you don't know what a witch wound is, um, if you're a woman, basically, and not even that, like you can be a guy in this life, but if being a woman in a past life, you're going to carry a witch wound. And basically what that is, is like, it's this, cause like women have been prosecuted so much, um, for like our power, our gift, right? Because, you know, when women are truly in their power, when we are, the magical fucking empress that we are being that we speak our truth we manifest we create we're sexual beings like we're creative beings right like we are fucking unstoppable and that has unfortunately been 
feared by the masculine or patriarchal energy. And so what a lot of us uh, deal with, you know, in each lifetime and talking about this lifetime is we have this fear around like speaking our truth, because like for me, like I've spoken my truth about, you know, visions I've had in past lives or, you know, spoken my truth about, um, you know, just like being a witch or something. And that has resulted in me being killed um, in past lives. And so I've, I've, you know, not unfortunately, but I've, you know, um, healed and relived quite a few of these in this life to step out of that trauma, to be able to step into my power, which has become another really pivotal thing in my work with my clients now. Um, because I know how, like a lot of women I connect with, I'm just like, holy fuck, like you've got this witch wound or whatever, or this karmic lesson, karmic cycle to kind of play out. So that's been like, honestly, to be completely honest, 2021 was like a real big healing year for me, right? Just like with the separation and um, like going to that San Pedro, that plant medicine ceremony and just having so much trauma being like released out of my body. I was like a whole new fucking person. And especially because I said like I was really tapping into my psychic abilities and really started to own the fact that I was a witch. Like this whole new woman was basically um, birthed you know, post separation and post that healing. And so, yeah, I feel like really that was, that was 2021. I just continued to work on myself, you know, focus on my business. Obviously I did my first like, um, tarot course in 2021. Like I really ramped up my tarot aspect of my business again, because I was really like the thing as well, like a lot of people who have, who are a witch or a psychic, they carry a lot of wounds around, around even owning that part of themselves because they've been killed for it in a past life. Um, and so I really, again, like I even just talk about the term witch. I just really feel called to share this and share to you what being a witch really means for me. Because again, I think that a witch in past lives for all of us was obviously this scary, bad thing. But for me, like a witch is just a person, male or female or them, they, who is connected to their being, connected to the elements, connected to their power, connected to the energy of the fucking universe and is able to manifest or cast spells and create a life that honors themselves, their body, their cycle and mama Gaia, right? It's just about living in fucking harmony with the world. Okay. Now that means honoring yourself first and foremost. That is what a witch means to me. And that is what I've become so passionate about. And I mean, again, if you kind of compare it to where I was at in 2020, there's really no difference. I just talk about it from a witch perspective now that I've healed my wounds and can completely step into that part of myself. And yeah, obviously at beginning of 2020, I've moved out of my hometown. I had to, I just couldn't um, continue living in my house that I had obviously bought and, and shared with my ex for no bad reasons, just that I really wanted to change. Um, and now I obviously have moved six hours away. I'm living in uh, Newcastle and I'm living my best fucking life. Um, I really hope I haven't forgotten anything, to be honest. But I feel like here I am, 2020 to 2022, um, almost 
29 and rolling through the punches of my Saturn return, which I've spoken about a lot. Um, newsflash, I have my masterclass on the Saturn return because like I said, I feel like I haven't even really like dived into like the Saturn because I don't really want to. I, that's not what this is about. Um, if you want to listen to that, it's on a completely different episode. Um, because I could talk about that shit all day. But obviously, if you want to learn about your own Saturn return, which happens between the ages of 27 and like 30, then I'm hosting a masterclass tomorrow night, Monday the 22nd, but it will be available for anyone who hasn't caught it before then. The link will be below. I'm going to teach you how to read your own astrology chart so that you can see where your Saturn is and then what you'll expect. Mine's in my eighth house, which means mine has been about separation of shared resources, house. Um, it's been about intimacy. I've dealt with um, connection issues and intimacy issues with other people, both like romantically and just with friends. Um, and uh, trauma, basically, from this life and past life. Um, so it has been a fucking roller coaster. And I didn't know about the Saturn return when I first turned 27. Um, and I've learned so much over that period that I just want to prepare as many people as possible um, for this period of their life. Now you have them every 27 to 30 years. So if you're past this age and you're like, haha, suckers, I'm over it. No, you're not. You've got your one at the end of your late like 50s to come as well. Um, so that has been the journey of me sitting right here um, living with my soul sister who actually met online. So I'm so fucking grateful for Instagram. I met, um, Gabs, um, on Instagram. I did a reading for her. She wanted to work with me. If you haven't listened to our joint podcast, please go and do that. It's called psychic sisters. Um, she wanted to work with me. I was like, bitch, I'm not working with you. I want to be your like best friend. Here we are like less than two years later living together. Um, but yeah, I guess what I really hope that you have got out of this is just to see what I have been through and why I'm so passionate about what I do. And I think to give you an update of like what it is, I mean, yes, I believe that there's a huge part of me that is here just to help with the ascension of the human collective. I think that we are going through a massive shift of consciousness. Absolutely. But just to ground that into like everyday fucking talk, like I just want to give you your power back. We are shifting into the age of Aquarius. I've spoken about this so many times. What this means is, is we are shifting out of the Capricorn or capitalistic era that we have just been in. Okay, women, we're coming back. The matriarchy is coming back. There's going to be a big swing towards matriarchal power, matriarchal power being feminine power before it slowly comes back. And hopefully we finally end up in a beautiful center, but that's probably not going to be for a hundred or so years or more, right? There's a swing that's about to happen. Fucking quote me on it. We are about to pull into some massive feminine energy. You can feel it yourself. I'm trying to help as many people as possible to tap into their feminine energy, to reconnect with the witch inside of them, the powerful badass who desires to be more than what she currently is, but she's been conditioned to feel like that's fucking bad, that that's scary. Because I've been there. I have felt like who I was was too much. I felt like 
what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do was too much. I felt like I wasn't safe to be all that I was. Um, I'm just fighting for fucking freedom and evolution. And I just get so passionate and worked up when I talk about this because I know that there's so much pain within the feminine energy of our world and I'm just trying to do my part to heal it. So I've just talked for 40 minutes straight without taking a breather, basically. So I really hope that you have enjoyed this episode. If you are around those ages and want to come to the masterclass or want to get access to the replay, I'll put the link below. Um, or if you just want to work with me one-on-one, I'll also put the links down there. If you want to fucking tap into that witch or psychic energy that you know is inside of you, if you know that there is a powerful fucking priestess buried inside of you who wants to come out, who wants to learn how to be safe in her body, who wants to feel safe to just be fully expressed, who wants to love herself so that she can be the absolute, most authentic, genuine version of herself. Come to me, baby girl. I got you. That is what I do. I'm going to put the links below for all of that. I really hope that I haven't forgotten anything, but I feel like this is going to give you enough of a snapshot of the last like five, six years of my life. Okay, it's been a long journey to get here and I'm still fucking learning. I'm still growing. I still make mistakes. Um, but I'm fucking human. And so that's going to happen. But ultimately, I'm a spiritual teacher. I'm a guide. I'm a witch and I'm a psychic. I'm a fucking badass woman. And I just want you to be able to claim who you are as well. So my love, thank you so much for listening. I love you. I appreciate you. But as always, I hope that you are loving yourself too. Bye. Thank you, beautiful soul, for listening to another episode of Inspired by Cass. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a rate and review. And if you're not already, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of my juicy episodes. As always, I love you so fucking much. But most importantly, I hope that you're loving yourself too. Bye.